Hello, and welcome to the Cultivate Podcast with our hosts, Jennifer Howes and Amy Bloy. Both the Howes and the Bloys planted churches over 20 years ago in Atlanta, Georgia, and have a desire to see other women in ministry encouraged, equipped, and connected. On today's podcast, the ladies talk about God's calling on our life. Let's listen in. All right, so Amy, one of my favorite things is to try new things and to see if I like them or not. So what, do you have anything new, like either a product or an activity or something you're into? I do. What is it? And I brought it with me. Tell me. (laughs) Super goop. Super goop. Let me see. Okay, it's it's a sunscreen. Okay. And the reason why I was looking for a sunscreen is because I had skin cancer several years ago. And I'm getting old. Yeah, <laughs> so you need more sunscreen. I scheduled How my... How does it feel? Um, it is like super silky and you don't even know you're wearing it. Okay. And that's why I like it. I need that. So, um, yeah, you can get it at like Ulta. And so I and had skin cancer too. I had melanoma in 20, um, 2010 on oh, my face. Right. And Joel and I guess, he was a teenager then, but... I got so obsessed with sunscreen. Like they couldn't even leave the house without, like on a regular day without sunscreen. Right. But I'm always looking for stuff Yeah, too, and so. what I like about it is there's a couple of different tints. Yeah. So a little bit darker one, a little bit lighter okay. one. Sometimes you can Super mix good. them. All right. That's yeah. good to know. I like it. That's good to know. Like I'm it. excited about to try that. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so tell me about you and what are you into lately? Okay, so I, I'm always into birds which is weird. That started in, um, <laughs> you're laughing. Everyone's laughing. Jonathan said, I've aged our church by 15 years since 2020, <laughs> but I'm into birds and look at these earrings, how cute they are. So I so, didn't notice those yeah, until so, just now. They're hummingbirds. So someone them. from my small group gave them to me last night at group. And I, <gasps> so I took it and then I got home. I was tired and I forgot to open the bag. And so this morning when I was getting ready, I opened the bag and they're hummingbirds. But I'm I definitely into birds. Um, but my newest thing, so I've played tennis for a few years, um, but I'm now into pickleball, oh, yeah. which I'm happy to say it's that not, used to be for old people too, and but it's, now it's for young it's people. not. So the last time I played at a country club near us, just they have outdoor courts, and we were the oldest people out there. They were all these young high school and college kids playing yeah. pickleball, but it's super fun, and you get a lot of steps. And me and my friends in the pickleball group, we share our activity on our iPhone, oh, so which cool. is. Yeah, it's a little accountability, but I'm into pickleball and I think it's super fun. Cool. I played once, once or twice I played. You have to figure out the rules because it's a little bit different. The scoring is hard. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, tennis and ping pong put together. Yeah, it's super fun. But anyway, so I'm excited about today's episode because we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. something that I'm actually really passionate about and that's calling. Yes. And as... Any person in ministry, like when I ever interview, like even someone to just be an intern at our church or to if I'm talking to a a couple, I always want to know their call. Like Mm -hmm. when did God call them to ministry? Because when the hard times come, if you don't know that you're called by God, you're going to walk walk away. Yes. And so I'm curious. I would love for you to share your calling, you and Brian's and yours you know, individually, like just your calling to full-time ministry and also to what y'all are doing now. All right. Um, 
Well, I just remember many years ago, we were just trying to figure out, okay, what are we supposed to do next? And we had started reading a book by Henry Blackaby called Experiencing God. So were y'all um, married? We were working married. in a church. He was a student pastor okay. at an amazing place. Um, but we were like discontent knowing that God was moving us, but we didn't okay. know where. And, and so he had been in ministry, you know, I think for nine years and we loved, we loved the place. We loved our, our students. Um, but there was this discontentment. And so we were just seeking God, like, God, what do you have for us next? And so when we read this book by Henry Blackaby, what he said just really helped us in, mm-hmm. in knowing what God was calling us to do. And he said, instead of coming up with something to do and saying, God, would you come over here and bless us and make it happen? He said, look to see where God is already at work and join him there. Mm-hmm. And so we just began to look and see, God, where are you at work? And um, we just felt like like God was was moving and showing us that we're supposed to move to Georgia and start this church. And part of it So y'all was, weren't from Georgia? No. 26 years though we've lived there now and yeah. I feel like I feel like it's definitely home but um no North Carolina's home so shout out to my Tar Heel people <laughs> but um no we just I think too there was an excitement in our heart like God was calling us to do something it was scary and and Brian said what do you think about church planting and I said you mean like with no people and no money <laughs> and no building and he said yeah doesn't that sound great and I said that makes me sick like physically sick to think about it but um we just went through like a series of just watching God do things that only he could do and and just seeing that he was already at work and and when I guess for me personally um I looked at that verse that said if you delight yourself in the Lord he'll give you the desires of your heart Mm -hmm. so I always wondered what what does that mean like he's just going to give you everything you want or does that mean he's going to place his desires in your heart and I kind of lived that verse out and realized that I think it means both. If you seek after him, God, what are you calling me to do? Then he will place his desires in your heart and then Mm -hmm. he will fulfill those desires. So that's what happened to me. And I became, I went from nausea to so excited that God was calling us to plant a church. And, and I told Brian, okay, we can do this because as, as long as I know God's in it, as long as I know God's calling us, then, then we can do it. Right. I trust him. But I just really, really need to know that before we jump out in this ministry thing. And um, and we just felt confirmation that he was calling us to do that. And so mm-hmm. just like you said, when things have gotten you know, really difficult, then we can always go back and say, but God called us here right. and he's going to sustain us. He will be faithful. I remember when Jonathan, he felt God was calling us to move to Grace in Georgia to start a church. This would have been 21 years ago. And I remember having those same thoughts as you. Yeah. I said, show me the money. Yeah. <laughs> like from that movie, I'm like, <laughs> we were sitting in a Taco Bell and right. the kids were in preschool. And I remember sitting there looking, I'm like, show me the money. And he said, you pack the house, God will provide the money, which we had moved seven times in eight years. So I was like an expert packer. So yeah. I'm like, all right, I can do that. Yeah. But and God, it but it it's a big step of faith in church planting, like you said. Twenty six years ago, it was a lot less common. I think during those years between your 
y'all planting and us planting, uh-huh. it was becoming a more thing. of a thing. And yeah. in Texas, a lot of people where we were, were planting churches. So we were exposed to a ton. But um, So what about you personally? When, when did you feel like okay. that God has called you to do? Because we are partners with our husbands right. in ministry. Right. And, I, and I love that. But God also calls us individually right. to do something and puts like, he gives you specific gifting for yourself, right. you know, um, and he calls you to do things. So, so what about that for you? So I, I had a very specific call to ministry, which I'm grateful for. So in high school, I grew up in it, the church like you did, and we had gone to youth camp. And if you remember, um, on the Sunday after youth camp, that Sunday night church would be the reflection service is what we called it. Yeah. And I remember sitting, we, all the kids that went to camp were sitting up in the choir loft on, on the floor, I think. I don't, I'm maybe not, but <laughs> I can't remember, but we were all sitting up there and I remember our pastor who I adored. He was like a second father. His name was Dan Yeri. Um, And he said, and I can't, I want to quote it because it's what my mind heard, but yeah. I'm not sure it's exactly <laughs> word for word. But I, my heart and mind heard, some of you have the gifts and talents to reach people no one else can. Wow. And I remember thinking, that's me. God mm-hmm. is calling me, whatever that looks like. Yeah. And, and, and how old were you? I was 16. And so I ended up going to Samford University. And so I knew I had a call to ministry. I'll ha- I have to confess, I'm a really picky eater and I like no condiments. I pass that on to my kids. And I say all that to say, I was terrified that because I surrendered to the call of God, he was going to send me to Bulgaria where they eat <laughs> terrible food that I wouldn't be able to eat. And that would be my like the hardest yeah. possible thing, single woman to uh-huh. Bulgaria where they have terrible food. <laughs> Which I've never been there, so I don't even know if that's true. But in my mind, I was thinking. But I was like, to all the Bulgarians who are watching, yeah, I'm right sorry. Now, yeah, you might have a great, yeah. Great but food. I was like, I was terrified. Um, but I was committed, yeah, because I had a call. Um, and over the years, um, what God has called us to, which we kind of talked about before, is changed a little bit. But ultimately, yeah. it's the call. And meeting Jonathan, I remember. Um, being in college and dating different people. And then out of college, I worked for a college ministry and I was the campus outreach women's director at Jacksonville State University, which is where Jonathan had gone to college. But he was working at West Georgia College. Um, And I remember having a very fulfilling first year of ministry at Jacksonville State. Mm -hmm. I was getting to lead... um, like share my faith, lead girls to Christ, disciple women. It was amazing. And then I met Jonathan and I was confused because I really liked him. But I was thinking, why would God call me to change and get married and do different um, if I'm so successful right now? But one of my accountability partners at that time was like, well, maybe God, that's that's the next phase. So just be open to God at work and God doing it. But to me, calling is so important um, because there have been times that are so hard and so sad. Yep, for sure. That I want to quit or that Jonathan's want to quit. And um, if I did not have the call, <laughs> I might not have made it. And I have a right. verse um, 
and I memorized it in the NIV, but this is the NLT, and it's Acts 20, 24. And it says, but my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. And so when I had a call at 16 years old, and then I had a life first, when it got hard, I remembered like, I can't quit Mm -hmm. because that's God has called me to stay now. I had a million different emotions and thoughts and feelings, but I knew I couldn't quit. Right. And that's really, that's really important um, in life. And I would encourage the ladies and people listening, like, what is your call? Mm-hmm. Can you go back to a marked time? Yeah. A marked scripture and just nail it down. Um, our hardest time was in 2018 and God actually used the Henry Blackaby experiencing God book. We had planned as a church a year before, um, that we were going to do it as a church. And so we were going through a hard time. We were questioning our call. What are we supposed to do? And we were doing experiencing God and, I think it's day nine or 10. It's the story of Gideon in that book. So Henry Blackaby, you know, he highlights different people in their call. And one of them was Gideon. And he's the passage is Gideon, you are my mighty warrior. Mm. And that reaffirmed our call. Like, no, we're not supposed to change. Yep. We're going to continue fighting for God. So anyway, I love that. And you said terrified and committed. And I think that probably, those are two words that probably describe a lot of people who are, a lot of women who are in ministry and might be listening right now. Just there are moments that are terrifying and and we don't know what to do. But when we're committed to saying, God, wherever it is you're taking us, even though we can't see that right now, Mm -hmm. we're going to take that next step. Um, And I love that verse. I think it's in 1 Thessalonians. It says, he who has called you is faithful. Like God will do it. He just right. wants us to take the next step and, and keep following it. And and things keep changing, right? <laughs> like right. the things that we thought we were gonna do, it doesn't really look that way now. And um and we were talking a little while ago about our special needs oh, building. Yeah, I want to hear about so that. So we just opened for our twenty six year anniversary, we just opened a special needs wing, like a building on our church, which was never in our wildest plans 26 years ago but god god knew and he just brought sweet people into our life and and we are no experts at this like it's terrifying right because we don't want to mess anything up and we're just trying to surround ourselves at church with the right people who do know what they're doing so that we can love on an unreached people group and we just learned that um special needs families are it's just really hard for them to go to church. The right. divorce rate so high. So all that just to say, this is a new thing. This is something that we didn't expect, but but we feel like it's a calling. We right. feel like God's calling us because he's making it so clear and putting it on our hearts. And we feel like we're supposed to keep saying yes. So would you things. say in your relationship, like I feel like in every couple, there's the visionary and there's the realist. So which are you? Between you and Brian, Mm, okay, 
I'm going to go against the grain then yes. and say, I think we're both visionaries. You do. I do. And like, is, which is that's awesome. really good when it's good, but not good when it's not <laughs> like both of us are dreamers and like, let's go, let's, um, and both of us are a little bit realist, but we're probably both more the same. I would say he's a bigger visionary than yes. I am for sure. Okay. But, um, but I'm kind of like right there with him saying, Go, let's do See, it. I, I am definitely. We need a realist. I am the realist. And so when Jonathan and I were first married, he's a dream a minute. He's a seven on the Enneagram. He's a futurist. Yeah, both and, of our guys yes, are. That's There's right. so much alike in that. They are. And, um, but I would tell him everything that was wrong about okay. that dream or vision. And so <laughs> I, earned, I learned early on within like two months of marriage, like he said, Jennifer, you poke holes and everything. Just say, he, he, he taught me what to say. Just say, wow, that's really cool. That's and I'm like, okay. So I try to keep that in mind and say, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. And not yeah. poke holes, but I want to, I want to poke holes. But okay. For me, I think I would rate Brian's messages every okay. week. And I'm like, that's a nine and a half. Like, babe, that's a 10. So yes. I was kind of like the opposite is going, this is great. This is yeah. awesome. You can do it. And and somewhere we need some realism, yes. you know, to like, we have to step back and go, okay, wait. Well, I've had, to, I've had to learn to be more. And I think this church planting, you know, you move, we, y- y'all moved to Georgia. We moved to Georgia. Our kids were six and four. Um, we had raised enough money to get us going for like a year. So right. I was like, what us happens too. after us a too. year? And Jonathan was like, God's going to provide. And I'm like, well, what if he does it? Like, I'm the realist. Like, sh- tell me what's going to. He said, I'm going to get a job. Like, we're not going to not eat. Okay. Well, you said that you you guys kind of like had a fallback plan almost. Yeah. Brian's fallback plan has always been lawn care. And so lots of Monday mornings, he would say, I think I'm going to Home Depot and buying my lawn yeah. equipment. And we would just laugh. Well, it's so emotional at the beginning because right. you count on your fingers who is there. Right. When that. And who's giving. Who's giving. How serving. Yeah. Like, do we have it? What's the offering? Right. All of that. So it's so emotional at the beginning. Um, but I, my faith has grown so much seeing just what you said. If God's called you to it, he provides. Yes. And he he's does. never let us down. Yep. And this past Sunday we sang as at um at the conclusion of our service, firm foundation. Christ mm-hmm. is my firm foundation. And I remember in that song it says the rains came um but my house was built on you. And I just mm-hmm. think back I really thought about our church, like in all the years, I always say that 95% of it has been amazing, Yeah, but the sure. 5% that's bad has been really bad. Yeah. And during the really bad, God got us through. He's got us through it all. Yeah. And so I do have a lot more faith now, like mm-hmm. thinking about the future and the vision that God has laid on Jonathan's heart. Like I can look at him and say, I'm all in. Because yeah. I've seen the faithfulness of God. Yes. And if he's calling us, we... Yeah. And I think that's a beauty of of aging. Like getting yeah. older, I wouldn't go back right. to being 20. Although 20 was great. 
I like I like being the age I am now just simply because I have a history of seeing God be faithful. Yeah. You can go, I can look back over decades and say he has he came through this time and this time. And remember this when everything when we had no money, yeah. you know, when our kids were sick and and God came through. He came through for our church. He came through for us personally. And and I love what you said when you just remember that he's called you. You know he's called you. Right. And if you don't know that, then ask him. You can say, right. God, what are you calling right. me to do? Make it clear to me. And he will. And then you just hang on that. Well, and God uses good things and bad things to get you on the path. Yeah. So there have been different he times does. where we felt like when we, so we moved, um, we were in a warehouse for five years. We had bought the land that this building's on. Um, we had a bank loan, we had a groundbreaking service and the very next day, it was 2008 when everything, the banks went to pot, our, the bank failed. So we had no bank loan. So we had to go back the next Sunday and say, remember that groundbreaking? It's not happening. (laughs) And we were devastated. But what happened is because that happened and we didn't break ground right then, the house next door became available. Mm-hmm. And one of our church members mortgaged their house to buy that house in seven acres um, so we could have 18 acres. And of course, we, we paid them back in it, you know, but yeah. we were able to redesign where our building is, the parking lot, all of that. But God used something negative happening. Yeah. Like when future. you think it's the worst, right? He's working he's behind working the scenes. Yep. It's all working out for good. Thank you for joining us today on the Cultivate Podcast. What is God's calling on your life? What is He calling you to do? We encourage you to answer that calling and act on it. There is no greater feeling in the world than fulfilling God's calling on your life. So, what steps do you need to take? Maybe you're listening to this and you have no idea where or what God is calling you to do. We encourage you to seek God and ask where He is calling you. We can plan our way, but the Lord establishes our steps. Thank you again for joining us on the Cultivate Podcast. We hope that this episode leaves you feeling encouraged or inspired. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you can join us on the next episode.